Hello, and thank you for joining me today on episode 55, season two of A Better Father. So I was listening to the No Stupid Questions podcast on the Freakonomics Network, and he had told this story called The Stonecutter, and I found it online. I will link to it in the show notes by Benjamin Hoff. And for today's podcast, I'm going to read that for you. There was once a stonecutter who was dissatisfied with himself and with his position in life. One day, he passed a wealthy merchant's house, and through the open gateway saw many fine possessions and important visitors. How powerful that merchant must be, thought the stonecutter. He became very envious and wished that he could be like the merchant. Then he would no longer have to live the life of a mere stonecutter. To his great surprise, he suddenly became the merchant, enjoying more luxuries and power than he had ever dreamed of, envied and detested by those less wealthy than himself. But soon, a high official passed by, carried in a sedan chair, accompanied by attendants and escorted by soldiers beating gongs. Everyone, no matter how wealthy, had to bow low before the procession. How powerful that official is, he thought. I wish I could be a high official. Then he became the high official, carried everywhere in his embroidered sedan chair, feared and hated by all the people all around who had to bow down before him as he passed. It was a hot summer day, and the official felt very uncomfortable in the sticky sedan chair. He looked up at the sun. It shone proudly in the sky, unaffected by his presence. How powerful the sun is, he thought. I wish I could be the sun. Then he became the sun, shining fiercely down on everyone, scorching the fields, cursed by the farmers and laborers, but a huge black cloud moved between him and the earth so that his light could no longer shine on everything below. How powerful that storm cloud is, he thought. I wish I could be a cloud. Then he became the cloud, flooding the fields and villages, shouted at by everyone. But soon he found that he was being pushed away by some great force and realized that it was the wind. How powerful it is, he thought. I wish I could be the wind. Then he became the wind, blowing tiles off the roofs and houses, uprooting trees, hated and feared by all below him. But after a while, he ran up against something that would not move, no matter how forcefully he blew against it, a huge towering stone. How powerful that stone is, he thought. I wish I could be a stone. Then he became the stone, more powerful than anything else on earth. But as he stood there, he heard the sound of a hammer pounding a chisel into the solid rock and felt himself being changed. What could be more powerful than I, the stone, he thought. He looked down and saw far below him the figure of a stonecutter. That really was one of those moments where you're just kind of listening to a podcast and just doing whatever you're doing while you're listening. And it's just that moment where it just strikes you and hits you. And I mean, I don't think I need to break it down or anything. I think you could get it. But it's just this wishing and this wanting and wanting more and wanting this and wanting that and the better car and the better house and the better this and the better that and the newest gadget and the newest this and the newest that. And let's just stop and be satisfied with what we've got. Let's just stop and look at what we have. And you can always just say this is okay, or this is enough. And sometimes if it's not, and this is where I'm trying to get, and again, it's a process for me because I've used the <laughs> purchasing of stuff to pass eight, my pass eight? Uh, to distract myself, to keep myself from having to deal with things or whatever. And it's no better than a lot of other crutches or vices. And 
if you just kind of stop and look of what do I need this for? Why do I want this or that or this upgrade or that upgrade? And what is it I think I'm going to get out of this? And if you don't have the thing you think you want or you're trying to talk yourself out of it, it might just be something that is totally different. And it is hard. And there's so many things I could talk about or get into when it comes to this, but it's really just hard sometimes. And our bodies are made for these things. My daughter and I were actually talking about this, where when it comes to food and all these things, we we talk about like the way things used to be, keto diets, all these things. And it's like, yes, but our bodies now sit and they sit. And then we come home and we sit and we go to work and we sit for the most, for the most part, for a large majority of us. Or, and again, the opposite is people are standing too long. So you get these workers at factories and warehouses and stuff that are just standing too long and we're not made to stand that long. And it's funny because we think, well, well then how do you find the balance or you got to work and you got to pay your bills, but it wasn't always like that. And I'm not trying to like romanticize things because there's death and destruction and disease and all these things. It's with all the reading I do, that's kind of a basis for society. But again, that's another side topic. It's just, we keep saying we're evolved. We keep, we're keep saying we're getting to these new places and all we're doing is just finding more ways to have things be bad. We still fight wars. We still die by the hundreds of thousands or millions we make more and better things for making bigger and better wars. And, and it's, we take all this knowledge, all this technology, all this evolution, and we keep wanting more. We keep wanting bigger. We keep wanting better. We keep justifying these things and saying, if we have this, like the whole philosophy that, you know, if we all have nuclear weapons, then nobody will shoot them because we'll all be scared of destroying ourselves. But we would do it. <laughs> and it's like, just instead of just wanting this next thing or ha having to have what's next or what's better or what's upgraded, sometimes you would do all of that just to look back at the person you were and think, God, I would love to just be that person. I would love to have that simple life. I would love to just be able to pick up a book and read. I would love to just be able to sit and read to my daughter. I would love, like this morning getting ready with my daughter, she asked me to read to her. And normally we have time to do that. Our this the life I've constructed for us allows these times to just sit and read and this morning I didn't I was just like sweetie I'm so sorry like I would love to but I've got to you know make you breakfast and do this and do that and do that and it was all true it was all good stuff and it was all like conversation we had and stuff so it wasn't like a bad thing it just kind of broke my heart a little because I would have there's I would have rather have done that but I also needed her to eat <laughs> and so it was like I, I just can't right now and that's okay too, but that's a whole other side story. So I just, sometimes instead of thinking of what you want next or what you want more of, and it's good to plan, it's good to process, but once you get that, just think, what is this gonna do for me? Now that I have this, what's the benefit? What do I gain from this? What is, okay, so I got the promotion and now I get to get a bigger house and then I have to pay more in electric and I have to do this and that and that and then I have to work more. And every time you do whatever your thing is that you need or want, there's another sacrifice happening. There's that saying like, whatever you say no to, you say yes to all of this. And whatever you say yes to, you say no to all of these other things. And again, that's life. But 
what are you saying yes to and what are you saying no to and then what are you saying no to and what are you saying yes to when you do those things and we don't always think about it that way we tend to see things more black and white we tend to see things more like down this path and so that's where i'm going and just not realizing that when i didn't get and honestly like if i really think about it i could have gotten up sooner i remember laying there thinking oh my daughter wakes up the last couple of days around 5 40 had i woken up i probably would have had time to redo her but also like i needed that sleep and that's again it's okay but i also can see a situation where i would have had the time had i gotten up and i didn't and so Sometimes we just need to get up. Sometimes we just need to do X, Y, or Z. And what is it we really want? What is it we're really trying to get out of this? So I really liked the stone cutter, obviously, and I recommend thinking about it. I recommend processing. I recommend as you're driving or talking to your kid or doing whatever, like, what do you want? What do you really want? Not what is the instant gratification, not what's right in front of you, not what is it you think you need, What it, not what do you need to impress the next person or keep up with the Joneses or... Uh, I was listening to, uh, I can't think of the name of it right now, a podcast, but he was talking about how he knew people who were millionaires and completely unhappy because their bonus check was only $80,000, not $120,000. And they worked for Wall Street or whatever, and it was just like, well, he got this much and I didn't. And he's like, it wasn't like $100 or something. It was literally in this $80,000, $120,000 yearly bonus or six-month bonus or whatever it was. And he's like, I, I knew these guys and I would talk to them and they were happier in college with $5 to their name trying to figure out how they were going to eat next because they were in the moment. They were happy. They were with their friends. They didn't have all these pressures and stresses. They weren't trying to compete with this next guy. It was just, this is, this is where I am in life. And it's nice. Like I have friends and people I talk to and I do these things. And then we get out to do what? It's just, again, I'm not saying it's bad, just saying like know why you're doing or know what you're doing it for and what you're sacrificing to do it and it's a very small silly example but i i chose to lay on that floor i chose not to wake myself up yet and i didn't get to read to my daughter this morning and now she's going to her mom's house not going to be at our house for five days and it 10 minutes would have given me five minutes of reading and i will think about that tomorrow morning when i'm laying there or when i'm not waking up and think no i'm going to get up I'm, and I can tell you right now, I'm going to do it. I just know it, even though I'm telling you it's not a big deal in the sacrifice, you know, I needed the sleep or whatever, but tomorrow I will do it. I will get up earlier and I will make sure that I get a couple of things done because even if it's five minutes, it's five minutes. Even if it's just this or that, that this or that is worth it to not have to tell her, no, I can't right now because I chose not to get up. And now we're and again, we weren't ever behind. It wasn't an ever a stress. It just took away the uh, the ability to do this one thing that I would have loved to do. And obviously it stuck with me 16, 19 hours later. Like, so think about those choices. And when you make a choice you're stuck on, make a different or better choice for yourself the next time. That's my ramble for today. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you being here. I hope this stuff helps. I hope you get something out of it. Because at the end of the day, we're all just trying to figure this out and get through it. And again, I could ramble so much on all these different things that have to do with that and all the great conversations I had with my daughter this weekend. But I'll be back. And there's lots of time for podcasting. So thank you. Good night.